Talk about it with Franchise. Today we have a special guest, the Westchester blogger. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. How you doing today? Good, good. I'm excited. How was your Christmas? Very good, very good. Um, spent it with the family, okay. exchanged gifts, you know, the, the right. usual, ate a lot of good food. You celebrate the 24th or the 25th? 24th. Okay, yeah, same. same? Midnight, right, midnight. Nice, <laughs> very nice. All right, let's start from the beginning. Where were you born? Where was I born? Born and raised in Mexico. Oh, nice. What city? Uh, Mexico. So, uh, Puebla. I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Where exactly on the map is? I don't know exactly. So, from Mexico City, it's about two and a half hours on away in a car. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, I was born there and then raised out here in White Plains. Mm-hmm. Raised in White Plains. And... Um, what were your parents doing around the time of your childhood? What they do for a living? Just in general. Were they oh, okay. Living and all um, that? Yeah, so we came to New York and then, um, let's see, so it was, I guess throughout, like growing up my whole childhood. So my dad worked as an engineer and my mom has a cleaning company. Nice. So, yeah. Engineer what? Uh, building engineer. Oh, very mm-hmm. nice. Very nice. So what sparked your interest in blogging? So I've always been, um, in, I've always been like I guess in love with the camera. So I would, as a kid, I would always grab my dad's camcorder, kind of like the one you have back here. <laughs> that's my first camcorder. Really? No way! Oh, that's so cool. And I would just um, film, you know, anything that was just a spark of interest. The events at my house, parties, like there was one every day. <laughs> so like parties at my house. Um, and then I just picked up the the camera, just recorded anything that I loved, and then from there I. Um, and then from there, I went to, um, when I graduated, I went to, I mean, when I graduated high school, I went to film school. So that's where I picked up on how to grab the camera and do it more professional. Nice. Where, where did you go to school? New York Film Academy. Very nice. Where's that located? In Union Square, New York City. Nice. Awesome. You like the New York City life? Uh, yeah, it's very hectic. I mean, I love New York City now, but I, it wasn't for me when I had just graduated. Because I was going to school, then from there I went to like work, and it was like 16-hour shifts on set. And I was recently married, so it was like it was a lot for me. So I was like, it's either go ahead and um, film on sets for 20 hours or, you know, figure out something more, much closer to home. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what your first blog was? My first blog? Um, yeah, it's actually a funny video. It was a, um, a video on Tequila Rx. So it was kind of like, it was supposed to be a funny YouTube video talking about um, how tequila like cures you for like a lot of things that you have. So like say you're getting sick, take a shot of tequila and it cures you, which is true. You warm it up and it, you know, take it to the throat and that's what helps you out when you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's an awesome first And blog. that was like back in the day when YouTube had just started. So it was like 2011. Oh, uh, also mm-hmm. it was an actual vlog. It was a video. Yeah, it was a whole video. Oh, yeah. Nice. But then on Instagram, my first video was on um, a taqueria that was close to Westchester. Nice. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite vlogging moment? My favorite vlogging moment? Wow, there's so many. Um, I love when I go ahead and I showcase either somewhere like a new restaurant or a new business. Because it's just, you know, it gives visibility. It basically allows me to use my platform to, you know, gain exposure or visibility for a new restaurant or business. And it's just, you know, to be able to use my network and my platform to kind of plug them in and be able to get what they need in order to get their foot out the door. 
That's nice. Mm-hmm. So you you mainly do it to help the businesses mm-hmm. out? Yeah. Nice. Very nice. What when did you start writing blogs? So I started writing about maybe two years ago. And that's where create like it was mostly like so when I do Westchester Blogger, it's mostly more like on my video, so like blogger. But then blog and I started writing when people would start asking me more. So I had a lot of I started created like a certain um, I guess like fan base where people would start asking me and saying, Hey, where am I going for like my anniversary or my kids' party? So it started growing from there. So that's where I was like, Oh man, people really want to know. So I started creating a blog to let people know, like, All right, these are like, for example, 20 best spots to go to for like lobsters, 10 best spots for steaks. And it started growing like that. And that's where I would write and people would go to see that as a resource. Um, on the website, is on where the you website, yeah, WestchesterBlogger.com, right? and then Westchester Concierge is where you can say you just came here, for example, and you're like, hey, I just moved to Westchester. Where can I find the best doctors, the best, you know, uh, auto mechanics? That's all my people that I personally have used, and it's all word of mouth. You can't buy your way in. It's just all like the plugs that I highly recommend. Nice, mm-hmm. very nice. And um, social media management mm-hmm. so you, you actually also help these same businesses if they need the help and manage their social media yeah i manage their social media or i create content creation for them nice mm-hmm. and then i shoot everything on all 4k cameras so like let's say they need um they're a real estate company and they have a, a, like to say for example a house in the catskills i get the drones out and we film whatever they need to be able to produce the content that they can for their social media very nice mm-hmm. very nice so I see you you um, listed New York, Connecticut, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Do you, are you strictly those uh, states, or do you also? Um, so I started and started as Westchester, then it grew into Connecticut. So I work with a couple partners on like social media classes and social media accounts. So we started going to Connecticut. Then New Jersey was um, starting to hit us up, so we went to New Jersey, and then now it's basically everywhere. So I recently just went to Ohio, and um, every time I go now somewhere, I'll either you know um, DM someone and just let you know, hey, we're coming out. Would you like us to feature something? Because a lot of the people who watch us and follow us go to all these places. So like we were up in Lake George about a couple, two weeks ago, and it's just like we go everywhere now, so everywhere outside New Jersey, New York, and Connecticut. Nice, mm-hmm. very nice. So do you, you plan your trips for the blogging or is it you plan your blogging around a trip you're gonna take Ooh, um probably plan them around the blogging wow yeah that's dedication mm-hmm. i like mm-hmm. that very nice do you feel like there's something that makes your content different from other people yeah i've been told a lot that they love the way i do my story so like my if you watch my stories they're mostly storytelling so i'll start off with all right hey we're getting in the car let's say we're going to like lake george we're passing the bridge where are we going and people like to um engage so like i'll do like a, a quiz and then i'll be like where are we going and then it'll be like for example palisades because you see the tappan sea bridge by the way do you call it tappan sea bridge or mario bridge i still call it tappan sea <laughs> <Yeah>, bridge tappan sea <laughs> bridge so like i start off with like a quiz to get engagement and also um people like to you know be like oh i want to guess it right so am i going to like the palisades am i going i don't know balloon uh, skydiving for example and i'll just keep a whole list and people are like oh man i always get it right or wrong so they engage and then it's like a storytelling then the next clip will be like us getting breakfast and my basically my whole day you're seeing it on my instagram for like the whole 24 hours that it's up there so i've been told that they like that type of storytelling and then also the fact that i don't just stick to like one thing so let's say like westchester blogger i do food but i also do lifestyle health wellness a lot of um kid activities as well so 
that's another thing that I've seen people always recommend and they like always comment on like, oh, I love the fact that, you know, I can go to you, for example, for something for my kids. So bring someone or if my neighbors are coming in, you always know like where to take them, for example, if like it's like the best steak or food or just um, locations for like where to see the lights at. So it's a whole group of everything that I put together on my page. And it's also like if you're a new business and you're like, hey, I'm opening up and I'm having a grand opening. I put a flyer up and let everyone know. So it's a combination of everything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What what have uh, what has been the biggest impact you think you've had on a business? Oh, man. Or, or even a partner, anyone that you've helped. So during COVID, when before you even before what anyone knew what COVID was, um, I remember my sister was telling me she goes, "Yeah, um, go get masks." That they're saying that there's gonna be a virus. You know, nobody knew what was happening. So I was like, "You're crazy. I don't believe you." She was like, "No, go. If you go to Lowe's, you're always out. Go to Lowe's. Go to Home Depot. Go get masks." And I was like, "All right." So I started going, and everyone was sold out. I'm like, "Okay, something really is happening." So like, I was even going to like paint supply stores where they had like masks, and everyone was legit sold out. So I went online and I found it on the website where you could buy wholesale. So I went and I um, I bought wholesale. Because I was getting a lot of DMs. This is, so I bought wholesale in advance, not thinking anything was going to happen, just to have as a backup. And then two weeks later, we all got shut down and COVID was like a thing. And then I was getting DMs of like nurses and I was seeing people's stories, how like they were, um, even people who were pregnant, they were like, I can't go out anywhere. I can't go grocery shopping. Um, what's going on? And then my mask had just came in. So I went and posted online and I said, free mask, no, no questions asked. And here's the address. I'm going to leave them outside and pick them up. And I put out, I remember 20, they were gone like in 20 minutes. And I saw like, wow. yeah, and these were like the N95 masks that people started putting up on eBay for like 50, 60 bucks, like, wow. which is like, crazy. And I was just giving them out to anyone who needed them. But then I started like having to really see who needed them because people were picking up like five or six at a time. And I was like, no, like people really need these. Like I was getting DMs from like, like I said, like people who were pregnant and couldn't go anywhere or people going to visit their moms and that were sick. So I, um... I went ahead and I was like, all right, let's see, like, I'll deliver, I'll drop it off to you. So I remember I was going around literally dropping off these masks to these people. And it just went from there where like everyone was like, wow, like, thank you for giving us these N95 masks. And I didn't see what I didn't see exactly what I guess Instagram was until then I was like, all right, we need more. How can I get help? So I was like trying to partner up with people. So I posted up anyone wants to go ahead and do like kind of like a Kickstarter. Back then it was like a Kickstarter page, but it's like a GoFundMe now. So I did it where people could go and donate. And um, I remember we got like about $1,000 in donations and I bought more and then um, just started giving them out again. I donated some to the hospitals and um, that's where like it really kicked off. Then I was going around showcasing because everyone was at home. Everyone was shut down and I was like, all right, let me see what I can do. Who, the, which open, like which restaurants were open. I was getting a lot of DMs from restaurants saying, how can you help me? So I would go around and I would showcase who was open, who was closed, what protocols they were taking, who was doing, you know, um, out deliveries, who was going curbside. And then from there, my Instagram just went from like 5,000 to like 30,000 just overnight wow. of just like local organic following of everyone just, I guess, showcase. Cause like the fact that I was showcasing it and really going out there and putting in the work, and that's where it blew up. Very nice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Very nice. What has been your biggest challenge in blogging? Ooh. Um, my biggest challenge, I guess, is being consistent. Because uh, you get all these ideas and you're like, yeah, I want, you know, especially keeping up with the trends. And it's so hard because Instagram changes every other day of like algorithms and what keywords and SEOs and what's, you know, what to post up and I guess just being consistent. So it's always like you always got to keep learning. You always got to keep looking at what's, you know, keeping up with the trends and how you can do 
to basically help anyone else out as well. So like since I teach social media classes, someone's always coming up to me and not everyone's on the same level. Some I have people come in who don't even know what a boomerang is. Yeah. And, and then I have people who are so experienced and they're like, well, I'm not getting any, I'm getting like shadow banned. How do I get out of it? So you know, the cla- my classes are always um, formatted. So I sit down one-on-one, I take a look at your Instagram and I help you out through Instagram audits. So for me, I guess the most challenging is keeping up with the trends and making sure what's working for me works for everyone else. Nice. So, mm-hmm. so h- how do you do these these classes? They're in person. Yeah. So they're in person, or um, I do private one on one, or I teach them in person. Where I'll also go ahead and I give back. So we'll pick a venue, or we'll pick a restaurant, and we limit it to like six people because I want to literally do hands on. So we'll get a restaurant, and then um, six of us. We don't post the restaurant because we've had people come to the restaurant <laughs> and just sit in and listen. So now we just put like, for example, Yonkers. And then once you buy your ticket, it's um, $75 for two hours. And once you buy your ticket, then we you, in the email, you'll get the location. And basically for two hours, we sit there and we do, like we get, um, basically tailor it to how what you need. And yeah, we do one about RL every other week. And how do you um, promote and post it? Is it like Eventbrite or something like that? Um, no, I used to do Eventbrite, but now I just promote it on my Instagram or I have a partner who I work with in Connecticut and she does it on her Instagram. And it's just word of mouth. Nice, nice, mm-hmm. very nice. Who's the first person you think of when you think of success? The first person I think of? Uh, let's see. That's a good question. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, my head tells me think high, think like, you know, um, Elon Musk. <laughs> 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 right? Think high. <laughs> but then, um, you know, success is different to everyone. It, it really matters how you define success. Because success to you could be like, you know, make sure you meet your quarterly, you know, everyone has plans and goals. And as long as you're reaching those goals, it could be like, as long as I'm reaching them, that's I'm successful to you. Some people success means money, you know, a lot of money and they want to be like rich and everything. And like I said, success is defined for everyone different. For me, I guess one person I could really say is doing what is doing it right. The thing is, so this is content creator, right? Um, I don't know, you follow him, you know Casey Dystat? Hell yeah. Okay, so he talks about, and he shows you how to do everything, and he doesn't hold any info out, which I like I like about him, since like day one, we always, and he and he's cool too, like every time you bump into him, he'll say hi, he's not like cocky or anything, which I like, and then um, it's staying true to who you are, because some people I've seen grow, and they've changed like the way they are towards their content, and it's like, that's not, to me, I'm like, you know, to be successful, you still have to keep reminder of, you know, stay humble and remember where you came from. So like Casey Nice, that's one of the person that I always see is like success. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. He's good. Mm-hmm. He's def- he's a real people person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He teaches classes too. Really? Mm-hmm. He teaches nice. like he'll uh, do like two week courses on how to like make, for example, like um, a budget film. Because remember, he started from the bottom too with his yeah. brother creating those movies on HBO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he teaches all those courses. Yeah, Van Nice. I watch. I follow him too. Okay. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, they're both good. Yeah, very, very creative people. Absolutely. As a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, probably an astronaut. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but then I got afraid of heights, so that got shut down. <laughs> but no, no, no. Um, what did I want to be when I grew up? I just wanted to be some somebody who gave back to the community. Did I didn't know specifically what. Because, you know, it's different. I'm not sure, like, how you grew up, but it's different, you know, how, I guess, like, you know, how, like, sometimes, for example, like, 
you grow up in a in a family and they're all like, oh, okay, you know, it's like second generation, third generation. So it's kind of like, you know, going to college and from college following to, to be successful. Like, you know, for example, like a doctor or whatever it is that you want to be. But then, like, for, for me, it was different because, like, my parents never made me do anything I didn't want to do. Like, they're like, oh, you're going to go to school and be a doctor or you're going to do this or write a book. They always said, do whatever you want, which was cool. So, like, I started working young. I started working when I was 12 years old. So to me, like, you know, I always had money, I guess, because I was always working and making my own paycheck, and, I, you know, I all got to keep it myself. So it was kind of different for me. I guess it was more like trying to figure out to do something I can give back. And look at you. You're actually mm-hmm. doing it. That's, yeah. I worked out. That's That's awesome. What are three things you need to be happy? Three things I need to be happy? Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wi-Fi, a charge phone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a story I need to post every day. Nice. Every day. <laughs> no, like no, that. no. But seriously, uh, no, I mean, to keep happy, three things that always make me happy is... um. What's well, different now? Because I'm a mom now. I just became a mom. Congratulations. Thank you. So my son's six months. So like my whole life changed in a different way. So like the things that I used to thought were important now is like you see a whole different. Are you a parent? Yeah. Okay. She's 16. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, yeah, I was there already 16 yeah. years ago. <laughs> no, but it's different now because everything you do, you do for your child now. So it's yeah. like it's not yourself anymore. So it's different. But um. Yeah, three things that make me happy, I guess, is just making sure that, you know, everyone around me is happy. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. As you get older, what has become more important and less important? Uh, more important, definitely family, um, your mental health, and your uh, physical health. What What do you do for your mental health? I, and I, I mainly ask you, well, I ask all my, mm-hmm. my guests, but... How you said you you feel like you have to post every day that kind of mm-hmm. you know takes a toll on you. Oh yeah, there was times I was ready to sell my account, and um, there was times where I had offers for it. But um, no, uh, I that, I was like, yeah, I want to because it was give, making me to a point where it was like, say I needed a day off, I felt like I needed to post or I needed to answer my DMs because people depended so much on it. Because I never leave anyone on scene, I always answer everyone back. So imagine sitting there and getting like a hundred DMs and sitting there all night. So um, what was the question? <laughs> how do you take care of your mental health okay, there we go. that's a perfect example right so much is on your mind especially since you want to post every day right it gets tough it does it does no i mean and i you got... know since you're keeping yourself busy you don't even have time to work on your mind exactly health um no it got really bad it got to a point where i was having like really bad anxiety and panic attacks because my mental health just wasn't there so I started to sit back and analyze what's most important and, um, you know, started to create boundaries. So I started creating boundaries that helped me out a lot. And then also um, a schedule. So, for example, like one hour I'll dedicate to only Instagram and one platform and then another hour, for example, TikTok and then another hour to my accounts. So I started creating a schedule because before it was just all over the place. It was hectic. So that to me has helped out. And also the gym. Like, when I would get really bad, I would just relieve, like, stress, just go to the gym and work out. And I just, you know, it just gives, like, something. Like, you create this, like, you endorphins and energy and you just, your mental health, you know? 100%. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. Go for a walk. Yeah. Especially outside. Sunlight, a nice little walk. Mm-hmm. Get, get your heart pumping, your blood flowing. 100% helps. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned um, you, you care about your physical health. Another question on here, because blogging. 
you can you're eating the best yeah <laughs> and the best tasting things are usually not healthy <laughs> so how do you balance that out um well i ba- i used to do three shoots a day on like food and it would be like and they would bring the best out like you're talking about like porterhouse steaks and every like every side on available and then it'd be like oh what happened why you're not eating you don't like it and it's like you're full like you just came from another shoot and then you got to go to another one shoot and i'm just like i can't do that so we cut back and started doing like one shoot a day and then just you know just cut back like just you know you don't have to eat it all just try it but you want you know you definitely want to try one of everything and but like working out you know being consistent working out cutting back so let's say right now uh, i'm gonna have a burger i'm not gonna get the soda with it you get water it's all about balance so when you're not you know, eating amazing at home, <laughs> you eat more relaxed at home? <laughs> that's the key. You know? Nah. We <laughs> eat good all the time. We eat good all the time. <laughs> you I got like to. That. I love food. Live I your agree. best life. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I love food. What would be the best piece of advice you'd give your younger self? Mm, best piece of advice is... Um, Stay true to yourself, like I was saying. Stay true to yourself. Um, be humble. Like always, keep learning. Uh, definitely stay consistent, and always trust the process. You know, because if something doesn't work out, I remember there was times where I'd be like, "Ah, oh, it's not working out." Don't give up. Like if that's something that you really want, you know, just receive. You know, do more goals that are more attainable. Don't think high. At, like don't put it all the way at the top and then be like, oh, I'm not going to achieve it because you know you're not going to. Like even like with working out, there were times where I'm like, all right, I want to lose, for example, 20 pounds and I didn't see it gr- growing. I'm like, oh, I'm done. I'm Forget this. I'm over it. But no, you start saying I'm going to lose three pounds instead and you see it, you're, you're doing it. It's going to make you want to do it even more now because now you're doing goals that are actually achievable as opposed to like something that you know you're never going to do. It's the consistency. Mm-hmm. Definitely the consistency. What are your goals with the social media and with helping? You just want to keep doing this, or is there like a bigger picture you have? Um, well, what I'm—I definitely want to keep doing what I'm doing, but I want to do it where I can grow more. Like, so for example, right now, so I started off with helping out businesses that were restaurants. Then when COVID happened, everyone started getting a new uh, guest skill that because everyone was home. So now I started doing pop-ups. You know what a pop-up is? Yep. So I started doing pop-ups. I'll get a venue and I'll host anywhere from like 10 to 50 vendors at a venue where I would go ahead and um, do all the marketing for. And that's anywhere from like somebody making candles to somebody who um, sells soap, pudding, soap, yeah. literally everything, anything, reefs, whatever you sell. And I always try to do it where it's like two vendors at the max of the same item just to give everyone a chance and I do those about once every other month. And it's just more like, all right, I started seeing that it went from like restaurants to now small local businesses to like, how can I do something bigger? So it's like, okay, so now I want to do more where we have the opportunity to work remote where, you know, it's not like, think about it, like what I'm doing right now, what I do for a living, it's like, no, I never would have thought that I could actually earn a living off of this. It's not like, oh yeah, I'm going to just go record. Like, you know, we were just watching who's in it, who cares what the hell I'm saying, right? (laughs) But it's like, it's like when you're using a platform that people are actually, you know, like, for example, I have the subscribe button and I never thought anybody would subscribe. And I'm like, all right. So I go and I'm like, please subscribe. And then I started getting subscribers. And it's only 99 cents a month. But little by little, I started getting like 12, 20. And now I'm at a strong 74 subscribers. Wow. And I'm like, you know, 74. It's only $74, but $74 is $74. Of course. So I'm like, imagine, for example, I do an ebook. So you do 10% of your following. So I have 48,000 right now. You do 10%, whatever that is. So. 
let's say four thousand buy it at 30 30 bucks now you're making 120 thousand on the ebook and then you could use that to go ahead and re reinvest into something else whether it's like whatever in cryptocurrency or something that you want to invest in another property or just putting it into your own self and now growing bigger so what I mean by that is like a lot of people are doing remote work so like my friend right now she is she works in like telemarketing and she also does um finance so what she does is she works for a company she's based out in Jersey and she works for a company where they pay her 184,000 a year and then she um basically finds people in India to not do her job but basically do enough where she doesn't have to she outsource so where she doesn't have to work as hard she's just working smarter pays them 50,000 which is a lot in India and then now she's taking it calmer where she could do three or four other jobs so what I mean by that for myself is like I want to do I want to grow what I'm working now to help out businesses and like I said I like to help out local and give back a lot but I want to do it bigger where I could help out other places so for example let's say um so right now we're Connecticut New Jersey and New York I want to grow something bigger where it's like all right California so a lot of tourists are coming in here okay where um where can I find the best thing so we travel all the time okay so, so right now like I have um so I'm working on a food truck and I'm also working on food tours. So let's say you're coming from New York for your first time and you're like, all right, where can I find the best food? Well, that's what we're, I'm going to be doing. So I'm going to be on these tours to begin. So I'm going to start the first three years doing the tours myself. So like, all right, right now the lights, Diker Heights. You want to come to Westchester. We got the Kensico Dam. We got the Westchester Mall. We also got Connecticut. Stanford does all the plazas, the shows. <clears throat> you'll come, you'll see the lights. You want the best hot cocos, I'll take you. You want the best Nutella pizzas, I'll take you, or so and so on. So that's what I'm going to start. But ideally, I want to grow it so big where for the first three years, I'm going to work it, but then eventually I'll have a team and it'll continue growing just to highlight everyone and give everyone an opportunity as well. But then eventually grow like California, other states too, you know, other big states, eventually other countries and just all over the world. Absolutely. That's mm -hmm. great. I like that. When you say um, food truck, you want your own food truck? Yeah. Nice. What, what what would the food be? I'm Tacos. Not, I assume Mexican. <laughs> Mexican food goes any time of day. Right. It sells out. I love it. Yeah. I mean, we had a, we had two restaurants, one in Harrison and one in Porchester. But with the um, one closed because of COVID, and then the other one closed because of the hurricane. Hurricane Ida came and just destroyed everything. And we tried to bring it back, but the landlord was um, letting go of the building, so we just had to let just let it go. But um, oh, yeah, right. we're trying to do a food truck. It's just hard within Westchester with the permits. So yeah. we're either thinking New York or um, they're kind of opening a little bit more in Westchester. We're just trying to figure it out and put it all together. What is it like? It's it's like um, a certain spot on the street you can park on. Yeah, you can park on certain times. So like, for example, White Plains is a no. But if you rent a lot, you can. Mm. So we're looking at to see like, you know. But then again, it's so hard with, with White Plains. Not White Plains, but Westchester in general because things have changed since the pandemic. You know, like back in the day, things used to be open 24 hours. Now everything closes at a certain time. So they never went back to the 24 hours. Slowly, a lot of places are opening back up. Like if you candlelight, they used to be open till 4. Then it went back to like 11 p.m. Now yeah. it's going back up to like 3 or 4 a.m. now. So little by little, just yeah. takes time. Mm -hmm. Little by little, yeah. Um, you mentioned cryptocurrency. You're mm -hmm. into it? Yeah. Nice. A any recommendations for the people? <laughs> not, this not is even not financial not advice. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't mean advice, but like just, just to you open people's mind that. to it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> because some people have a very bad stigma. Yeah. So if there's any way you could let the people know, like it's, um, it's actually positive yeah it is positive i mean you definitely do your research before you go and invest big start off small for example like say you want to invest ten thousand don't do it all at once start off with a couple hundred and see where it goes and branch it out and use legit websites so don't use third party i know a lot of people who use third party apps with the blockchain and lost it all because the government shut them down 
So definitely stick. Don't use third parties. And like I said, little by little. Would you you recommend any um, app that you trust? Um, Robinhood, Coinbase. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're starting off small. Nice, nice. And uh, personal life goals. What what are those life goals? I know you want to help a lot of people. You mm-hmm. want to build businesses. You want these tours, and you have a lot of amazing goals. But you, mm-hmm. what what is your life goal? Like where I want outside to, of blogging. Outside of blogging. Yeah, family or personal, and you know. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I never thought of that. <laughs> you have to. You have to. You, you're right. always running. Now you're because, always running. You don't sit you back have, to think. Because <laughs> you're busy. You, right. You have to think about everything. Right. Well, I, for this year, I mean, I know everyone says, oh, what's your New Year's resolution? I try not to do that anymore because I noticed I never stuck to them. And it's always like you got to set yourself a small, attainable goal. So um, for this year, so like I said, I just gave birth six months ago. So like a little bit of the postpartum, you know, your hormones are different for women. So they're changing up and down. You're eating more. You're eating like different things you didn't used to eat. I don't know, it's weird to explain. It's my first time going through it. But um, yeah, so I noticed I gained back another 20 pounds. So I was telling my husband, I was like, I want to start um, not doing, for example, a diet. It's more of a lifestyle. So something I'm going to commit to for the next, you know, rest of my life going forward. So I was like, all right, so I want to see. Um, so it's also like if you don't know anything, like, like for example, like I don't know anything about working out. I don't know how to use these machines. To me, it's just like, all right, thread, uh, use the treadmill and that's it. But it's like, no, if you're working out and you want to lose weight, but you also want to gain muscle so you don't look, I guess, like when you lose a lot of weight and then like the stomach like kind of like, um, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So like a lot, I know it's like, so I told him, it's like, it's all about also what you eat. And it's not just like, oh, okay, well, I tell a lot of people, like, oh, I want to eat healthy. Oh, so you're just going to eat salads? No, you could eat a lot of 100 million things without having to just be salads. So it's like, you know, you got to do your research and, you know, maybe I'm going to talk to like a nutritionist and maybe somebody who can, you know, keep me accountable for it at the gym. Somebody like, you know, like a gym partner. There's also like now we live in a world where like all these classes are also online. So if you don't want to go to the gym, you know, we can go ahead and just watch all these classes online and take something like, you know, something small. Even start with Zumba and like I have a Peloton. I'm actually probably use it now. And then, you know, um, once the baby gets a little bigger, take him out in the summer, go walk around all these little small changes eventually you'll start seeing that will make big like big actually effects in your life and you don't even realize until next thing you know you're like oh wow look what happened you know it's always like people always never believe and then after it happens they're like how'd you do it (laughs) right and like you said in the beginning it's it's Mm -hmm. lifestyle yeah it's 100 percent lifestyle and since you're blogging I, mm-hmm. I think when you're not doing that you should just be eating super clean because right. those delicious meals you know <laughs> you, you and it's not even the meals it's the dessert that's what it, yeah that's sugar, where i noticed sugar's the devil yeah and sugar's addicting you know yeah. they say that it's um what do they say it's kind of like um alcohol some people think like oh okay well sugar's not bad yes it is because it's addicting and you don't realize when you stop it you're like you actually go through withdrawal yeah so yeah that happened to me i was like craving sugar a lot when i was pregnant and then i stopped it and then even the baby was like where's my sugar (laughs) (laughs) you could feel it kicking i was like wow who would have thought that like like natural sugar is okay but like it's the added sugar yeah you know yeah definitely especially the fake sweetness Mm -hmm. yeah those are not good yeah like diet coke and all of that they say um actually are cause more effects right yeah 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 it's known to cause cancer yeah the the fake Mm -hmm. uh the diet sugar right and then it's like like dr sebi they were saying when he came out with his whole you know he cured um what's her name lisa left eye yep he cured her he cured a couple other people and they went to speak about it all of a sudden they're all like the conspiracy theories you know of course everyone's gone and it's like why but yeah that's a whole different topic (laughs) that's a whole topic (laughs) 
scary stuff. All right, we're getting towards the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could let everybody know where to find you, what do you have coming up, and if you have any more advice you want to leave the people with. Yeah, sure. So you can find me on westchesterblogger.com or you can go to my social medias. They're all at Westchester Blogger, Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok, and YouTube. And then um, as far as events coming up, I have a couple things. So we have a couple pop-ups coming up for um, January, February, and March, which is a sipping shop at Cupid. So it's, that's a uh, Don Coquille event in White Plains. And we have about 10, 15 vendors there. But it's a great way to network. I always say your um, network is your net worth. So come out, meet some people, bring your business cards, and just you know meet, meet like-minded individuals. <clears throat> you never know where that can go. And then um, I have a pregnancy expo coming up in March. And then a huge Cinco de Mayo, which is a taco and margarita event that I'll be doing in Austin. It's a first time one. And then so on. But you can see that all on my social media and the Westchester Concierge page if you want to sign up. There's a link also. All of the links are in my bio. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Any advice you want to leave the people with? Any advice. Yeah, definitely. Um, any advice is definitely to stay consistent. <clears throat> stay consistent and just follow your dreams. Don't let anyone tell you no. And don't be afraid to ask because the answer is always no until you ask. The answer is always no until you ask. I like that. <laughs> thank you very much for being thank a guest you. Thank on you my for show. Me. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Peace and love. Thank you. Peace.